president of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. Welcome to our continuing podcast series, Turning the Tide, Saving the Chesapeake Bay. Today, we're going to do something a little different. We had a press conference by telephone yesterday to announce a new partnership that CBF is part of. It's called the Chesapeake 10 Billion Oyster Partnership. And the plan is that we are going to try to achieve a stretch goal of putting 10 billion new oysters into the bay by 2025. You'll hear me talk more about that in a second. Let me tell you who else you'll hear as well. We taped the press conference. You'll hear John Racanelli, president and CEO of the National Aquarium. You'll hear Don Bosch, University of Maryland Center for Environmental Science, Professor Emeritus. You'll hear, hear Johnny Shockley, uh, the founder of Hooper's Island Oyster Company, an oyster aquaculture company. And you'll hear me uh, kicking things off. Enjoy. On July 26th, 1982, the Baltimore Evening Sun ran a front page banner headline, The Bay is Dying, Scientists Warn. The Bay is Dying. Well, today, scientists say the bay is a model of water quality improvement. It's not saved by a long shot, but it's making progress, and that's great news. Improving oyster abundance is one reason the bay is getting better. An acceleration of oyster abundance is critical to further improvement. Oysters are a true icon of the bay's historic seafood industry. Oysters are the bay's coral reefs, a keystone species providing a multitude of, of benefits. They're elegant filter feeders, they consume algae, they remove sediment, and they clarify the water. And they provide habitat for crabs and fish and the critters which feed them. To fully save the bay, we need more oysters. The Chesapeake 10 Billion Oyster Partnership is a broad coalition of community groups, oyster growers, universities, and nonprofits. We've set a goal of adding 10 billion new oysters to the bay by 2025. It's an ambitious goal, but it's achievable. Here's what we need to do. Encourage and be informed by science. Embrace innovation, promote aquaculture, and fund restoration. Think of it. Students grow oysters. Aquaculture businesses expand. Lawmakers appropriate funds for restoration. Everyone can contribute to the goal. So here's more good news. This work builds on success. Real gains have been made. The Bay Program agencies like NOAA and the Army Corps of Engineers hope to fully restore 10 tributaries by 2025. One tributary, Harris Creek, has already been restored, and another, the, Lin the Lafayette, is very close, and more are in the works. Aquaculture businesses in Virginia and Maryland have experienced strong growth in recent years, and we're moving towards the Bay's first oyster stock assessment. Now here's the bad news. Federal funding for the environment is under intense pressure in Washington and the resources needed to maintain our current efforts are in short supply. To succeed, we must make the case to Congress that
that this funding is critical. We must ensure that political and technical roadblocks to achieving more oysters in the Bay are removed. Ten billion more oysters in the Bay, a triple bottom line, clean water, more jobs, and a stronger regional economy. So now I'll turn it over to John Racanelli. Good morning. I'm John Racanelli, CEO of the National Aquarium. Our mission is to inspire conservation of the world's aquatic treasures, and that includes working to protect the watershed and restore natural areas that help clean our water right here in Maryland. So uh, we're very excited and pleased to be a, a partners with the Chesapeake Bay Foundation and others in this overall effort, and especially for this bold new initiative called the Chesapeake 10 Billion Oyster Partnership. Uh, oysters are so much more than the tasty bivalves many know them to be, and as Will said, they are a keystone species, and they provide critical eco ecological benefits to our local waterways, in addition to being crucial to as, as a part of our ocean planet. They keep our waterways clean, they provide a hospitable place for other animals to live, from the backwaters of the bay right out to the vast Atlantic Ocean. And as Will also said, similar to coral reefs, they make a complex three-dimensional habitat that provides critical homes for hundreds of other species here and beyond. Uh, we feel there are many reasons why we should all have a vested interest in protecting oysters. At the National Aquarium, as part of our waterfront campus plan, we've added oyster shells now with baby oysters, or SPAT, as well as most recently installed an artificial oyster reef in an effort to advance our commitment to revitalize Baltimore's Inner Harbor. We've got a lot of work ahead of us, and we plan to work together with CBF and others to grow that project. Today we've added approximately a half a million spat, but as everyone knows, we'll need millions in order to create a, a viable oyster reef in that uh, fresh water. Uh, while there's a lot of work to be done to restore these important filter feeders in the Chesapeake Bay, there's reason for hope, and this 10 billion oyster partnership is, in our view, a perfect example. It represents the numerous organizations throughout our region that are dedicated to restoring oyster populations and raising awareness about the importance of this amazing little mollusk. We're proud to collaborate with the 10 billion oyster partnership and to advocate for the oysters and revitalize this national treasure that is the Chesapeake Bay. As Will just said, it's saving this bay is a, is a full-time job. Thank you. Thank you, John. Dr. Don Bosch is up next. To paraphrase a quote attributed to late uh, Senator for, uh, Edward Dirksen, a billion here, a billion there, pretty soon we're talking real oysters. <laughs> 150 years ago, or 50 oyster generations ago, there were close to a trillion oysters in the Chesapeake Bay. Now there are fewer than 10 billion. This decline is largely due to over-harvesting and the associated destruction of the reefs that it took these oysters hundreds of years to build. Extending back as far as the 1880s, warnings and advice of scientists were all too frequently ignored, but now we have the chance to use science to turn this around and to assist the management of the public fisheries in both Virginia and Maryland and in contributing to rebuilding the oyster populations in the Chesapeake Bay to reach this goal of 10 billion more oysters in 2025. In Maryland, the Sustainable Oyster Population and Fisheries Act directs the Department of Natural Resources in consultation with the University of Maryland Center for Environmental Science to assess oyster stocks and identify oyster management strategies 
to promote a sustainable population and fishery by the end of this year. That is, the plan is to be uh, delivered by the end of this year. More efficient uh, rotational harvest has already been pioneered in Virginia and is being evaluated in Maryland. Such more active management approaches hold promise for the stability and profitability of the fishery. They require scientists, managers, and components of the oyster industry to work together. My scientific colleagues think that the numbers of oysters in public bars can be sustainably increased, and through our Oyster Futures Project, have been working with the stakeholders toward that end. Science is also essential for the success of the oyster restoration effort. The five-year status report done on Maryland's oyster sanctuaries has shown that uh, they have dramatically increased uh, oyster biomass. Uh, the most effective sanctuaries, uh, the estimated numbers of eggs produced shot up fourfold uh, as, as a result of protecting them. In Virginia, we are now learning how restoration uh, of dense populations of oysters can improve their tolerance to the diseases that used to devastate them. Cultivation technologies in our hatcheries have greatly improved, allowing the production of now hundreds of mil billions of larvae and several million spat on shell, making this goal within reach. New research in North Carolina shows that the larval output is likely more than four times higher in sanctuaries where harvest is, is not allowed. Although sanctuaries comprise less than 1% of the oyster reefs, they are responsible for about two-thirds of the larval production. Here in Maryland, as was mentioned, the Harris Creek Oyster Sanctuary, 97% of the rehabilitated reefs have exceeded uh, the success criteria for oyster density and biomass three years after they were planted with spat. Uh, reefs using so stone substrate had densities 20 times higher and biomass over 17 times higher than unrestored reefs. There have probably not been oyster populations this dense anywhere in the bay in 100 years. So science is helping us increase the number of oysters in the bay. Buy a billion here, a billion there. That's why we feel confident that we can achieve this goal of increasing the number of oysters in the bay by 10 billion by 2025 and go higher from there. Thank you, Don. And now we have Johnny Shockley. When we look back over the last 50 years, government agencies, conservation organizations, and watermen have sought various solutions to clean waters and make the, Ch the Chesapeake Bay's oyster fishery sustainable. While we've shared a common goal, our views have differed when it comes to strategy. And over this time, we've invested valuable public resources and restoration efforts. Some have been successful and others have not. I believe this partnership is the beginning of a new and more unified and comprehensive approach. It's an approach that includes the private sector and relies heavily on oyster aquaculture to achieve the 10 billion oyster goal. As I have personally seen and experienced in my own company, oyster farming cleans waters. It restores ecosystems, it creates jobs, and, our, and in our case, it helps to revive the local economy of the Dorchester County. This is very important the, the economic perspective, from, the, from, from the economic perspective to make sure that we stay focused on not only saving the oyster, the bay, but also its people and its heritage and its industries. We have a tremendous opportunity in front of us to do all these things one complementing the other. There is a story to be told in current oyster production numbers. 
During the 2016-2017 season, Maryland's public fisheries yielded 224,000 bushels of wild oysters. In comparison, oyster farmers grew 65,000 bushels. This is a 29% increase over the prior year, a 29% increase in just one year. If these growth trends continue, farm-raised oysters could surpass those harvested in the wild in Maryland by the year 2020. The numbers in Virginia, where aquaculture is a more mature industry, are even more impressive. I believe oyster farming is the new growth industry on the Chesapeake, and this partnership supports its long-term viability. In Washington State, oyster farming is a half-billion-dollar industry, so I ask, why not here on this world-class estuary? With meaningful economic incentives and policies afforded to other industries, we can surpass those numbers and we can reestablish a sustainable oyster industry as the foundation for a year-round seafood industry. This is very important because not only do we need to focus on the oysters fishery, but also the other fisheries associated around it. At Hooper's Island, we see a future when a clean Chesapeake once again leads the world in seafood production. With hundreds of oyster farms and a sustainable public fishery that preserves our heritage and builds a billion dollar industry. And that's why I'm excited to be here today as a waterman and an oyster farmer. I believe this is the beginning of a revolution on the Chesapeake. Thank you. To say we at the Chesapeake Bay Foundation are excited to work with our partners on this goal of 10 billion new oysters into the Chesapeake Bay by 2025 would be a vast understatement. I'll say what I said in the press conference. Oysters are a keystone species. They're like the coral reefs of the Caribbean here in the Chesapeake. More oysters mean better quality and a better bay. Let's all work together to try to achieve the goal of 10 billion oysters, 10 billion new oysters in the bay by 2025. And for more information, go to our dedicated webpage, 10billionoysters.org. For the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, this is Will Baker and our continuing podcast series, Turning the Tide, Saving the Chesapeake Bay. Thank you.